This episode of the Weekly Regular is brought to you by... Hassan the DJ. Okay, you keep plugging yourself in this. Uh, I can do that. And I... you specifically, right before we hit record, be like, no, 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 you start. I'll do the ad. <laughs> I paid the advertising fee. I'm going to plug whatever I want to plug. Who did you pay it to? Because I haven't gotten anything. I paid it to uh, the Weekly Regular account, which is tied to my checking account, because I'm part owner of the Weekly Regular. <sighs> So you transferred it and transferred it back. Asan the DJ paid Asan the podcaster oh. to advertise on the podcast. Uh, this episode of the Weekly Regular is brought to you Asan the DJ, uh, by Asan the DJ, uh, who where you can wait. <laughs> I should have wrote a copy for this. Uh, this episode of the Weekly <laughs> is actually brought to you by Asan the Mumbler. Yeah, um, Rumpelstiltskin is who you're thinking of. Uh, this episode of the Weekly Regular is brought to you Monday by Monday Night Rumble. <laughs> That's what you're thinking of. No, Monday Night Raw is what you're thinking of. (laughs) (laughs) Or the Royal Rumble. Pick one. Ah. Um, This episode of the Weekly Regular is brought to you by Asan the DJ. Uh, You can see me DJing uh, every Friday and Saturday night from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. at Barney's Beanery in Pasadena, California. What kind of tunes are you spinning on Fridays and Saturdays? We're spinning hip-hop. We're spinning pop. We're spinning old school. Do you spin episodes of this show on top of it? I play episodes of the TV show Spin City. Oh, that's yeah. smart. I play the audio from epi- <laughs> I play audio from episodes of Spin City with like break beats behind it. <laughs> um, you're actually thinking so it's of- like uh, so it's like uh, what's his name? David Spade, like ah, it's a is David Spade in Spin City? Yeah, right. No, yeah. I think that was Michael J. Fox. No, oh, was it Michael J. Fox? I what, think so. what TV show was David Spade on? Mm, he was on a show like kind of Joe like Joe Dirt, and it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Dirt. I don't know. Um, he no, I don't know what I'm thinking of. But Spin uh, City, you're thinking of Twister. That's uh, <laughs> Helen Hunt. All right. Totally no, you're movie. thinking of Mr. Mom is what you're thinking of. Mr. Miyagi is no, who Mr. you're thinking Bean of. Mr. Bean is who you're thinking of. No, Barney's Beanery, which is where you that DJ exactly on Friday and Saturday I'm nights. Of, and that's where you can catch me DJing. Friday, Saturday nights from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Uh, when I'm not there, Brandon Shaw will be there. Uh-oh. If I'm not there, uh, Daryl Duncan will be there. Uh-oh. Uh, but I will be there most nights. Uh, so come by, have a, a beer. And some food, some onion rings, their chicken strips are good. Just come hang out, have a blast, listen to some tunes, and you know what? Let's get into the show. serious question hang on hang on they recycled that laugh with you always Always. that was luke and leia get out of here do you think they had to pay prince to do that (laughs) um also where would star wars be without uh a brass section like john williams yeah, yeah like where would john williams be without the french horn <laughs> right nowhere the french horn is a powerful instrument it, the french horn is the best instrument ever created here's the thing about the french horn 
Um, because I grew up. It's the only brass instrument that sounds good by itself. Well, here's the crazy <laughs> thing about the French horn. Uh, so I grew up playing uh, orchestral music all through uh, elementary school to college. Oh, we get it. You're cultured. <clears throat> I'm very cultured, and I can count on one, actually one finger, the number of French horn players that I've heard that are good at the instrument. And I've met a lot of French horn players. Well, it's a, it's an impossible instrument. It is very difficult. <laughs> but when you can play it, it's amazing. It looks like it look a French horn looks like you asked uh, like a, a four year old to draw a picture of a trumpet. <laughs> and they're like circles, you know, circles, and there's like three thing buttons you push, and and you there's know, there's actually four on a French horn. Uh, That's what I'm again, saying. It's I'm even four harder. years old. I don't know that. <laughs> um, yeah, so. French horn's amazing instrument. If you don't know what a French horn is, uh, you can YouTube it, but I'll describe it. It's like, imagine, uh, imagine the sound of heroism. M- ima- imagine the most hero, the most heroic act you could think of, right? Now take the, now do perform that act at sunrise. That's what a French horn sounds like. It sounds like, you know that opening shot of the Man of Steel trailer where, like, Superman's walking through, like, the, the cornfield and his, like, hand is, like, touching, gra- is, like, oh, bra- yeah. brazing against the top of the corn, oh, the, yeah. the wheat, and then there's, like, the sunrise <clears throat> in the background. That's what a French horn sounds like. <laughs> it sounds like Superman walking through a wheat field at sunrise. They actually <laughs> um, didn't, fun fact about that movie, they didn't actually, the, the score that you hear throughout that movie, uh-huh. um, it's actually no score. That's the live on-set audio that's the, 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 of the, Superman the stroking audio. the wheat. Yeah, yeah. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I get it. No, that of oh, the French horn is like the best instrument ever created. It's what <clears> makes <throat> movie scores sound epic yeah. a lot of times. Uh, yeah, it's great. Give it up for the French horn. There's like there's so many people who like have read the title of this episode and then heard the first 30 seconds of the episode and are like, why are they not talking about Star Wars? <laughs> like no. They started with the trailer and they're still talking about I French horns. I haven't seen the full trailer. I only watched the last 30 seconds because I heard there was a lot of French horn. <laughs> That's This here's, episode is a deep dive into French horn. Here's the crazy <laughs> thing about French horn, though. It's like this amazing instrument, but it's shaped wrong so the bell of it like if i'm sitting it's facing like you yeah the bell of it goes the other way so you know what they have to do they have to cup their hand in the bell so that it like projects off their hand really yes can't they just has anyone ever tried to manufacture a french horn that goes the right way you would think but no <laughs> or just like unravel it a little bit that's something we would do if we were those like annoying bored white guys who had a youtube channel you know what's up guys my name's chris here at the fun factory and today we're gonna take a french horn and turn it the right <laughs> way exactly. and then they go and then halfway through the video it's like they're like with their like welding expert and the welding experts like a super normal guy like yeah so we're just gonna do a simple uh, cast iron weld uh, i'm gonna take the the 1800 btu flame and we're just gonna do that and then uh, we'll see how it turns out. And then that, and it cuts. He goes, and then it cuts back to the <laughs> the Chris guy from before. And he's like, "Hey guys, I know you want to see what happens to that French horn, but for right now, I wanted to let you know ways you can support the show, the Fun Factory. We have a Patreon, you know. <laughs> also, don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> All right, let's, let's get back to welding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always that sound effect as we like <laughs> as we whip pan over to like Chris and like Lars the, the welder. Um, but anyway, uh, oh, yeah, well, someone should get on that. Um, 
French horns are tight. But I guess since we're already talking about French horns, I guess we can talk about Star Wars. I guess. <laughs> uh, so first, let's get your reaction to the trailer. Okay. As, as a Star Wars fan, uh, are you before this trailer? Were you looking forward to this movie? <sighs> I was looking forward to it. Now I can't wait. Oh, okay. Um, Did you enjoy the last movie? Okay. Scale so, of one to ten. Okay, so we're still not going to talk about um, the the newest movie. <laughs> um, so I enjoyed the Last Jedi, uh-huh. and I was like, "It's good." Was it's that, got that it, was the last movie, right? Yeah, and okay. I was like, "It's good." You enjoyed Star Wars, the last movie, <laughs> the, the last movie, yes, <laughs> Episode Eight, the last movie. Gotcha. Um, I enjoyed it. I was like, "Okay, yeah, sure." And then I rewatched it recently, just on a whim. Yeah, and and it's garbage. No, the exact opposite. <laughs> okay, it's like one of my favorites now. Really? Yes. Um. Yeah. Uh, I don't. We don't need to get into all of it, but I was like, "Oh my gosh, this movie's amazing!" And yes, it has problems, but mm-hmm. I was like, the and I really, really, really hope that. Uh, episode nine. Is this a hope that you had before, or is this a new hope? This is a newer hope. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, I'm really hoping um, that there's not going to be some phantom menace in this movie. Uh, no, um, that this movie, uh, the episode nine, Rise of Skywalker, uh-huh. that it uh, doesn't Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines. <laughs> I'm really hoping that it doesn't. Um, Ignore some of the things from The Last Jedi. It's definitely going to. You know why? I've said it before. I'll say it again. The Last Jedi was a placeholder movie that is inconsequential uh, for everyone involved. I oh, really, really hope not. Luke can't. Oh, Luke's been gone this whole time. We had no idea where he was. Oh, he's here now. Yeah, for a little while. And okay, where is he now? Uh, gone again to where he was before. So basically, this movie didn't matter. Yep. I mean, I mean, hey, on, a, on a more overarching good versus evil, because they kind of explored good versus evil in a new way in and in, 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 in a new hope in The Last Jedi. Did they? Yes. Well, they, they, they paid lip service to that and then they kind of ignored it. They were like, they were like at the beginning of the third act, they were like, Kylo Ren's like, hey, you want to you want to transcend good and evil and, and not not That's have to not about. have to not have to play our parts and I, I don't have to be evil you don't have to be good we can just be people uh they, that's, that's it what sounded I'm about. great yeah <laughs> and then at the end of the third act they were like nah let's just go back to doing what we do best <laughs> they did do that and i'm really hoping that it doesn't end with just like the, and it's called the rise of skywalker so we'll see but i hope they don't end with just like oh the jedis are back because Luke, like accurately in the Last Jedi, pointed out like the there was a lot of problems with with the Jedi's, mm-hmm. and in the prequels, which I'm a prequel fan, um, and yes, those movies have even more problems. But um, the stuff that's set up in the prequels, uh, I remember watching those movies and being like, I'm supposed to like root for the Jedi, and these guys are dicks. Mm-hmm. They're like not. They're not, like, totally good. And they're not played by people you'd want to hang out with. <laughs> That's true. Like, I'd never want to li- I'd never want to hang out with, 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 this does not sound like a fun group to go grab a beer with. Liam Neeson, e- Ewan McGregor, and uh, Ryan Phillippe. Well, no, not Ryan Phillippe, the Who? other one. Who played Darth Vader? Oh, 
Um, Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Him and Ryan Phillippe are like the same person. <laughs> um, Samuel L. Jackson, though. Oh yeah, that's true. But he's not really a Jedi. He's like he's he's like I don't lump him in with those other boring white guys. <laughs> he's on the Jedi Council though, and he's the only one with a purple lightsaber. That's right. Just saying. That's um, right. So anyway, I saw this movie, this trailer for Episode Nine, mm-hmm. and I was already excited for the movie, and then uh, I got a little bit emotional when C three PO. They were like, "Hey, uh, you okay, three PO?" Oh, this is the worst line I ever know. Of all I time. know, and I hate that it got me. Like, like, <laughs> like three PO's a character that's never had friends before. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's like no, he's the thing about C three PO that makes his character quirky is. Here's the thing. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Let's say the line in case we don't okay, you don't know. Go ahead. I don't know the line verbatim. You He's like, Poe is like, you okay, C-3PO? And they're doing something to repair his head or something. <laughs> and C-3PO, and it's a stupid line. And it's in there specifically to make me do this. And it worked. He's like, what are you doing, C-3PO? And he's like, I'm just having one look at my friends for the last time. And I was like, Oh god! Oh, three PO! They got me. Yeah, I took the bait. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the whole thing that makes C three PO quirky is that he's super willing to be friends with anyone the first time he meets them. <laughs> like he's a super friendly droid, you know? Like that's like. Oh, I don't think I don't think he's friendly. He's super friendly. I don't think mm, he becomes pals with everyone immediately. He's not like pals. No, he's like a constant worrier. That's his shtick. And he's also, he's always, like, trying to tell people, like, he's, he's like, a, on the negative side of things. He's always, he's, like, a pessimist. Well, anyway, I don't know. I, that line didn't work on me. But uh, what I will say is, okay, so I did not like uh, The Last Jedi. I know this. I thought it was a placeholder movie. It felt, every moment of that movie felt really contrived. Um, I hated the Leia thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the one cool thing about that movie where I was like, wow, I've never seen that before. That was innovative. Was the going light speed through another ship. That was pretty, that was pretty BA. Yeah. I don't know why we haven't seen that before. But yeah. 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 The, just to even think about that, like, man, turn your ship into like a, uh, a, a, a light, a tr- faster than light traveling missile was really right. cool. Um, a space machete. <laughs> it's pretty tight. Yeah, that was that was really cool. But other than that, I was like, ah, this is like a placeholder movie. Um, the fights are not as good the second time around, in my opinion. Uh, especially that red room fight. If you watch the choreography so I, closely, I would have to watch the video that you talked about because I watched it after you mentioned. There's some YouTube video that like rips it to shreds. Uh, and not I didn't, rips it to shreds, but it points out that a lot of the choreography is kind of contrived. Like guys wait their turn to attack. Uh, <laughs> I didn't Ray. notice that, okay. although I was yeah, I was very into it. Yeah. So were you also high? I was not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't like uh, Last Jedi very much. Uh, it was a fine film in terms of the craft involved, but I didn't really like the story, and it didn't really feel. Like the movie accomplished anything. Characters were learning lessons they've already learned, and in some some cases they were undercut. Like the lessons they were learning in the movie itself. Yeah. Like uh, Poe's Poe's whole lesson was like, Poe, you can't just just take initiative and do things. Sometimes you have to just do what you're told, and sometimes you have to just like follow the plan and stuff like that. And then the one person who was teaching him that like just decides to say, hold my beer and I'm going to fly my spacecraft through another spacecraft. 
But anyway, um, and then she's treated as a hero in okay, the movie. Okay, we don't, we don't have to, don't have anyway, to debate about it, um, but keep going. Uh, there's no debate. I'm right. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. Keep going. Keep going. But, and after the first trailer for this movie, I was not, there was <clears> nothing <throat> in the first trailer that made me excited for this movie um, because uh, there wasn't just, there's just not a lot to that first trailer. It's like, oh, hey. Was that the, was the first look or something? That was the, the one D23? where Ray's like in the desert and she does a backflip oh, over the yeah. tie there fighter was, there thing. was not much in that yeah. there's nothing there it's like hey the the cast is back and we're like okay and we cool. made another one yeah exactly uh billy d williams was back that was like the highlight of that trailer oh i forgot about that because he's um, not on this trailer right um this trailer though i'm not necessarily more excited for the movie I just think it You're was just excited for those French horns. <laughs> just excited for the French horns. No, honestly, if if someone was whoever made this trailer should be giving a master class and editing a trailer together. Cause I'm not excited for this movie, but this trailer got me very excited. I still don't think the movie the movie <laughs> is going to need to prove has a lot of the burden of making me excited about the franchise again is on this movie. But uh I think this trailer, um, was an was an amazing trailer like it was i was emotional for no reason because i have no real emotional tie to this movie but like the music swells were like oh my god this is so epic and important you know what i mean (laughs) uh and yeah it was just it was a really 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 good trailer i don't like the trend that they're starting with these star wars trailers where like it starts with like like black or like the logo and like just ambient noise like the first one was ray breathing like And then this one was like crickets in the, right. the jungle. I don't like that. Let's not make that a uh, thing. Maybe the forest moon of Endor. Very likely is what it looked like. <laughs> all For right. all you Star Wars nerds out there. All right. Hit, um, hit me up on Instagram. We'll talk about it. Yeah, you're already cracking open the case of the member berries, huh? <laughs> um, the what? The member berries. You don't mm. watch. You don't watch South Park. No man. In South Park, too busy watching Star Wars. There's a there's a there's a whole episode called the member berries where like <laughs> it's like a it's a secret ingredient that's is put in Star Wars movies to like make people like it and all it is <laughs> is just feeds on people's nostalgia and it's like this bunch of grapes that like talk to you and they say member Star Wars <laughs> member Chewbacca member <laughs> they're called member berries that's funny yeah um but anyway uh yeah I think. So should we give in some should we give some predictions on what we think is going to happen in the movie now that we've seen a second trailer? I mean, there's certain things. There's a lot of red herring images in this movie. Yeah, um, but I don't think that they're being super secretive in terms because I've seen trailers for Star Wars and Marvel and stuff like that that have been more cleverly edited, like like with deliberate trickery. I don't think there's a lot of that going on in this trailer. Um, I think a lot. I think a lot of what we're seeing is like straight up images from the movie, like straight ahead. Well, I think some of you know I mean? some of the stuff. At least one of the shots in this one where Kylo and Ray are like cutting down someone, like in slow mo. Uh-huh. I feel like that's in a dream or a vision or something, and not reality. Mm-hmm. Why do you um, say that? The way that they move and the way that it's like it shatters. It's like a body, but it shatters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. And then it's like shatters at like a different speed than they're moving. It just feels very like dreamlike. Um, and then Ray in the previous thing where she's got like the double bladed lightsaber and it's red. I think that's uh, that's a vision or something. See, I don't know. I don't know if it is. I, I think... I, I think there's nothing in this movie that has disproven my theory about what the next movie is going to be. Have we talked about that on the podcast? My theory about Ray being evil? Or Ray becoming evil? Not evil, but, well, yes. We've talked about it, but go ahead. Uh, so, 
I don't think I think Ray is going to become evil in this movie and not in the sense of oh she's going to be persuaded to join the dark side. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's simp- I think it's more complicated than that. And I think that's the point. I think Ray as a character is going to see that like as long as we continue to choose sides whether good or evil there's always going to be a war by definition see that's what i want to see that's the movie i want to see yeah that now you're talking my language yoda uh uh and i think but i think her brain like she's going to go through something in this movie and that's going to push her to the point of saying not just like oh let's just walk away from the sides we've chosen i don't think it's going to be that simple she's going to i think she's going to resolve i need to destroy both sides that are fighting this war so that there is no more war to fight. Okay. And I think she's going to not going to be, so I think this, um, the majority of this movie we're, th- we're going to be thinking like, Oh, she's being swayed to the dark side. Like we keep seeing, you know, the, you know, the, the emperor and stuff like that kind of hanging around and maybe he's persuading her to the dark side. And I think at one po- at some point in this movie, probably like the second act break, she's going to like show, do something very definitive, maybe like kill the emperor or something like that. Again, again, I guess, uh, <laughs> do something that definitively shows, okay, she's not good, but she's also not like just a minion of the Sith or anything. Right. She's like, a, she thinks she's above it all and she's going to destroy the whole like paradigm of like good versus evil I would love by that. destroying everyone. And then, and then Kylo Ren is basically going to be like, well, Ray's right, but she's not right. She's she's right in her motive, but she's wrong in the action she's taking. And so I think Kylo is going to join forces with you know the the new squad of, of heroes to try to, to try to stop Ray from destroying everything, bro. Or she may kill Kylo Ren, and then it, but if you kill Kylo Ren, then who's strong enough to? Because we've already seen she's stronger than Kylo Ren. We've seen that right. in other movies. Right. So like if Kylo Ren. If she kills Kylo Ren, then like who else takes her on? You know, I think it. I think it. It has to come down to a point where I think they're totally going to flip sides. I think Kylo Ren is going to be the hero of this movie, and Rey is going to become the the villain. Not because she joins the dark side, but because she thinks she's above both sides. I think that's where it's going. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, that is interesting. That's why I hope they do it. That, I hope it's not just yeah. A straightforward like Ray's got to kill Kylo, but she doesn't want to because she feels for him because they're both. Right. I, well, like, here's, that's the, here's so, the thing, though. That's the young adult novel version of this movie right. that I don't want. Right. Well, Ray can't kill Kylo. Why? Because um, Luke didn't kill Vader. So? Um, because that's not what a Jedi would do. This is so. This I'm gonna. How how nerdy do I'm gonna get right now? Do, do your worst. Okay. So. Um, at well, the end, it all started. At the end, <laughs> <laughs> well, when when George Lucas's first screenplay, it all started in Modesto, California, where George Lucas uh, in 1973 he actually is from Modesto. Oh so wow! His first movie was shot in Modesto. It's that that car, eat, American graffiti. yeah American graffiti American gangster <laughs> American Psycho was his first movie in an American Werewolf in Paris was his first movie American Pie was his first movie. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the Americans, the TV show? That was his first. America's Most Wanted was his first TV You're show. You're kidding me! America's Funniest Home Videos. America's Got Talent was his first <laughs> TV show that he's done. Actually, uh, America Ferrera was the first actress that he ever. 
no, Ford versus Ferrari was his first movie. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker is actually no, Forrest in. Forrest Gump was his first movie that he ever did. <laughs> oh. America Ferrera to Ford versus Ferrari is very funny. <laughs> Ferrera Ferrari. Okay, so. Um, Ford v Ferrari looks really good too. By the way, yeah. Here's why. Here's why. Just gonna fly right by that one. Kylo right. can't kill Ray and vice versa. Uh huh. Now, is this is this internal logic to the movie, or is this you just you you're speculating this based on like meta logic is, of how Star is, Wars movies work? This is speculation on how Star Wars movies works and how the influences. Why did I say it that way? The influenza uh, <laughs> of other things that have influenced Toyota Venza is what you're thinking of. <laughs> now you're talking my language. Toyota Venza is what you're thinking of. <laughs> Toyota with a D? <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, okay, so at the end of Return of the Jedi, um, there's this whole, uh, like, Luke... Uh, is has to face Vader, right? And he's like, I have to kill him. Return of the Volkswagen Jetta is what you're thinking of. Your new car. Return of the <laughs> Return of the Mac is what you're thinking. If you of. you know if you buy a uh, if you you're buying a Passat, yeah. Oh, if you were buying a Jetta and for some reason like it, it stopped working, you could take it back to the car dealership and be like, sorry, man, car's not working. This right here is the Return of the Jetta. <laughs> Oh. You said Return of the Mac? MacBook um, Pro is what you're thinking of. Sorry, keep going. If I were to, if I got a Jetta, it's not going to be a Jetta. I would name it uh, uh, Jackson. Jetta, so, the so famous Jetta the- Jackson? <laughs> okay, Return of the Jetta. Hey, man, that's not a Jetta. That's a Passat. I think you're experiencing a Jetta mind trick. <laughs> All right. Okay, sorry. Right, Eduardo, the, Eduardo. In, in Empire Strikes Back, even. Um, uh, he's like he's grappling with like the evil. Luke is grappling with the evil in himself. Okay, <laughs> I'm showing so much. This is, thank you, thank you. Right okay, so in Empire, he's like, uh, I think I have to kill him. I don't know. And they're like, if you kill him, like you'll be, you'll go over to the dark side. And so there's that whole thing <laughs> in play. Well, so there's it's not a rule, but like there's a whole thing in play particularly in Return of the Jedi, where he wants to kill Darth Vader because this would be a good thing to do. The guy that's, like, destroying the universe? Yeah, let's kill that guy. But what's happening is above him is the Emperor. And Sith's always, like, they have to have pairs. There's a master and an apprentice. So they basically have to have two in order to to Mm. do it. Um, In order to, like, take power of stuff. So uh, Darth Vader is the apprentice, the master. They have to, or that's just how they roll? Um, I don't know if like it's in the laws of the universe, but that's oh. that is how they roll, um, and that's how they always do it. Hmm. So uh, the emperor, the whole movie is like baiting Luke, like go ahead, do it. He's even saying like do it, kill me, um, uh, like strike me down, and and uh, your transformation to the dark side will be complete. Basically, like if you do this, and he's like baiting him the whole time, like if you do this out of rage. And you do this out of anger, like w- the place where you're doing this from, um, as opposed to like a justice place. Um, th- if you're doing it for the wrong motive, then that's going to turn you to the dark side, right? Um, and Darth Vader even does the same thing, and he's like, "Hey, let's take the Emperor together." 
Um, so there's this whole like, hey, let's let's just do it and then we'll be in power, right? And then like where the motive of where you're doing it from. Um, mm. So how the movie ends is he has a whole battle with Vader. Uh, Luke does and he's about to kill him and then he like looks in his hand he has a robotic hand because the previous movie he lost it mm-hmm. he's got a robotic hand and he's realizing that like he's turning into like a monster he's got the machine and then Darth Vader is like mostly machine and he's like ah what's happening and so he realizes that what he's doing is he's about to kill Darth Vader and he's doing it from like an evil dark side place and so then he stops and he doesn't do it um, Darth Vader ends up flipping uh, because the Emperor then is shocking him with his lightning bolt fingers, which is super tight. Uh, and then Vader picks him up, throws him down an Why air. Why doesn't everybody have that? But just a dark side, man. Man, they're, I don't they're way cooler. I know. Um, and so then he picks him up and throws him down the thing. So, like, Vader and Anakin is redeemed. Um, because he destroyed the Emperor. And then Vader dies, and he says the, the line, like, uh to take off his helmet so I can look upon you with my own eyes. Um, and he sees like Anakin, like a withered old man underneath, whatever. Back it up. There's an ancient like samurai story that, uh, heavily influenced some star Wars. Um, which is the, basically the exact thing, which is, uh, there's a, a samurai student whose master was killed by this guy. And so he wanted to like avenge his death. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he spent years and years and years tracking this guy down um, to to get his revenge and like kill him and justice and whatever. And then right, uh, he snuck up on him and right as he was about to like slice him with the sword, the guy spit in his face. And so then he put his sword away and walked away, M- like because he spit in his face. So then it made him angry, and he was like, "If I do this out of anger." Like, I'm doing it for the wrong reason. So, knowing that that is, like, an influence on Star Wars, and that's in Return of the Jedi, and there's the loophole of, like, he can't really kill him, but he can't not, but he needs to die. I don't think either Kylo and Rey are both going to be redeemed and either be on the on the Jedi side, which is probably what they're going to do, or they both transcend the whole thing, but I don't think anyone can kill anyone else anyway this concludes my uh nerdy talk about uh star wars theories and you're still married yeah yeah i keep most of this to myself i don't uh, (laughs) i don't share any of this with her gotcha okay well there you have it our uh star wars predictions (laughs) (laughs) everyone's like go back to the french horns it was (laughs) this is a better episode yeah um no i i think that's good um all right, tickets are on sale for opening day Star Wars. Did you buy tickets? I haven't bought them yet. Your brother has, I'm sure. <laughs> He's probably bought one for me. Uh, Ryan, if you're listening, buy me a ticket as well. Um, <clears throat> all right, uh, other movie news. Uh, did you see who won the Riddler job? Uh, in the new Batman the, the movie? The job? The, the RJ, the, the Riddler job? <laughs> um, I forget. I saw the name and I was like, who? Paul Dano? Yeah, who's that? He is a really good actor, and I'm David very... Cano is who you're thinking of. <laughs> Two people who listen to this podcast know who that is, and they're busting up. Dana Carvey is who you're thinking of. Um, Harvey Weinstein. Is Harvey Levin of. from TMZ is what you're thinking of. Mm, Jan Levinson Gould is who you're thinking of. <laughs> Damn it. That's an office reference. You're not going to get it. Continue. Uh, Gould. Um, no Gould. Legend, it's another office uh, reference. What is it? 
Jan Levinson Legends Gul. of the Guardians, the Owls of Gahul <laughs> is what you're thinking of. Um, Legends of the Hidden Temple, but continue. Uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Uh, uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Uh, hidden figures is what you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul Dano is... Crouching a- Tiger, Hidden Dragon is what you're thinking of. <laughs> Um, Speaking of Angley, uh, Tiger's Blood, the flavor of snow cone <laughs> that they serve ironically at the, the zoo. LA Zoo. Yeah. Woo. That's what you're thinking of. Uh, Paul Dano is an actor from, uh, you might know him from, have you seen There Will Be Blood? He, uh, I think so. He's the guy that Daniel Day Lewis kills with the, uh, the, he's like the priest guy that Daniel Day Lewis kills with the bowling pin. <laughs> okay. No, I haven't seen that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh-huh. I would remember. Yeah, if you would definitely got killed with a bullet. Uh, have then. you seen the movie uh, Prisoners mm-hmm. with Hugh Jackman? It's a Denny Villeneuve movie. No. Paul Dano is a character actor. <laughs> he um, he often plays an- anti-social, like kind of nerdy guys yeah. with glasses. If you look at him, look at him in his movies, like you can see, like he'll be a good Riddler. Like he just, I did. Yeah, I don't really know who talented. he is, but I saw his face and was like. Yeah, he'll be good. He only does like I've never seen him in a bad movie, so he'll be he'll be good. He's a great actor, um, so that's a great casting, and I'm sure they got him for a lot less than ten million dollars. <laughs> right. Um, you have any more movie news, Luda? Uh, yeah, actually, and perfect transition. Call me Luda. Did you hear who just got cast in Furious Nine? Oh, Cardi B. One Cardi B. Yeah, how you feeling about that? Does she act? She was just in uh, Hustlers, man. Did you see it? No. Was she, yeah. I heard Hustlers is really good, though. Was she good in it? I don't know. I didn't see I mean, see it. I guess her whole thing, being Cardi B, is an act. So she's, right. she's acting. She's getting hired to be the character of Cardi B. Right. And she can do that very well. Right. So, yeah. So. I think it's cool for her. Yeah. That's crazy, though. That That's crazy. Like, two years ago, no one knew who she was. No, a little more than two Three? years. Like, maybe four years ago. Four? Three. When was uh, Bodak Yellow? That was like, that was probably three years ago now. Okay. Rewind to just before that. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that was. She was just a reality show person. Yeah. Crazy. Um, um, I'm hearing that, uh, I'm hearing that Terminator uh, uh, Dark Fate is really good. I heard that um, they had a few screenings Surprise of screenings, Terminator yeah. 2. Uh-huh. They're like, I, we're going to show Terminator 2, which mm-hmm. I think is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. That movie's amazing. It's an incredible movie. Uh, and then they flipped it, and they're like, oh, never mind. Uh, we're going to actually preview uh, Terminator Dark Fate for you guys. Yeah. And I, I, I had a buddy who went to one in Minneapolis, actually. I should preface, he lives in Minneapolis. He didn't fly from L.A. to Minneapolis to see it. He's like, Terminator 2 in theaters? All I have to do is pay my own way to Minneapolis? Uh, my buddy Dan um, flew to... Uh, no, he lives in Minneapolis. And they were having a screening of Terminator 2. And he went... Him and his girlfriend went. And it actually ended up being a screening for Terminator Dark Fate, which he loves the franchise, so he wasn't upset about. Uh, so basically, the way it went down was... Uh, they played like a 20 minute like well the first it was like a linda hamilton uh video that said hey thanks for coming out to watch terminator 2 we're actually going to show you 20 minutes of the new terminator dark fate movie and they played like a 20 minute kind of sizzle reel slash behind the scene like making of kind of featurette thing it was just the 
Just the like Regal all access. <laughs> yeah. Which actress was in <laughs> yeah, the movie the movie quiz? <laughs> it's just all, yeah. It's just Terminator themed movie quiz. <laughs> yeah. No, and then they after the little twenty minute like scissor reel behind the scenes type thing, they played the actual like the whole movie. And yeah. Hmm. Uh the the reviews, the fan reactions coming out of those screenings was saying it's like uh it's really good and they're basically they compared it to it's they people were saying it's the Force Awakens of the Terminator franchise. Oh, so it's like really good. It re-energizes the franchise. And so it's pretty much just like the first one. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a repeat <laughs> of the first one, but with better CGI and cuter robots. Yep. <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually all of this. I was not excited about this movie, <laughs> but all of the good press surrounding it is making me very excited, and it's probably going to do really well because of it. Oh. So I think it was a good. I think. Marketing all in hindsight always seems like a really good deal if your movie's good. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, I think it looks good. It's crazy that the guy that starred in that movie and like became famous from that movie later became the governor of one of the largest states, mm-hmm. if not the largest state. Well, I mean, he was famous before Terminator, but yes. yes. But that's like one of his biggest movies. Yeah. And then he went back to the, <laughs> to so the Terminator. Terminator? Wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, I guess I can yeah. show up, do basically like a week's worth of work, and get paid twenty million dollars. <laughs> I would do it for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I would. Arnold's great. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, uh, Kanye's album is due out this Friday. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, he's uh, doing... By the time this airs, it will hopefully oh, be yeah, out. Oh yeah, by the time it airs, it will be out. So we'll we'll have a review for that uh, album coming up. Uh, next week. Did you see the IMAX movie that's coming out too? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but I, I've heard right, of such right, things. Right. Yeah. Um, I looked up the venue that it's at. It's called the Something Crater. Uh, oh yeah. It's like a, this like art installation. Yeah. Thing. It's out in the desert, right? Yeah, in yeah. Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, looks really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and and very Kanye looking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm interested in it. Yeah, I think the, we'll the album's going to be good. We'll see. Um, what else we got? Um, um, uh, did you see? Uh, are you familiar with the rapper Juice World? Okay, so I'm. <laughs> I confuse. This is not good. I confuse Juice World. Uh huh. So that's the rapper. Yeah, he's a rapper. With the Travis Scott album Astro World. Well, one is a uh, album. Right. Well, and that's the other what throws me off. is a human being. That's what throws me off. Is I'm like, oh, Juice World. That's that album by Travis Scott. Cool, cool. Wait, what? No, Astro World is the album by uh, no, the Houston Astros. Who well, are, that's why it's called Astro World. Is it? Travis oh, he's from Scott Houston. is famously from Houston, and there was a theme park in Houston called Astro World. From what I that understand, had a giant head of Travis Scott. Yeah, that's what that's it has. Crazy. Uh, no, and it was called Astro World because of. And did you know this? The reason why the Houston Astros are called that is because that's where uh, the the space shuttles are launched from. Oh, yeah. Houston, Houston, we have a room. But I didn't know that's why they were called the Astros. How was I supposed to know that? You know what? I didn't know that either. But crazy, right, right as you were saying it, I was like, well, yeah, of course. And then you shamed me over <laughs> over it. That's really cool, man. Really Come nice on, of you. dude. Get with it. This bus is heavy. You should, you should. not throw me underneath it. Um, yeah, I didn't know that's why they were called the Houston Astros, but it makes total sense. That's crazy. Because yeah. that's where we launch spaceships from do you know why we lost space launch spaceships from Houston, close Texas? to the ocean it's close to the ocean but it's also close to the equator oh so they can like 
it makes it easier for them oh, somehow. Yeah, it's pretty, them. pretty far it, it south. It stays consistent, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, throughout the year, I'm yeah. guessing. Well, oh, the weather? Like, it's, it's not the weather, the best well, the weather, weather for launching but, it? like, no, like, the, the it's, like, the trajectories stay consistent. You know what I mean? Like... I mean, I don't I'll, know. I'll, I'll say yes, but not know, really. Man. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't think you do either. No, I think like I'm totally pulling this out of my ass. But no, I feel like because things mm-hmm. at the equator have consistent weather throughout the year, so that's one thing. But also like there, the Earth spins on its axis. Yep. And it doesn't tilt. It doesn't like tilt. It doesn't tilt all the way. So like what? The direction it's pointing is more consistent, you know? Like, it's... Well, no, because the, the direction... What are like you talking Like, year-round, it's, like, facing the same direction, you know? Like, no, towards... Away from the, away from the sun? It's not, actually. You know what I mean. No, I don't, because... Well, what the you're describing flat anyway, so... <laughs> Look, I was trying to... I was trying to take yeah. the common view of a round Earth. Yeah, I was trying to think how you guys think, how normie sheeple think, but... The Earth is flat, all right. Um, but anyway, uh, the rapper Juice World. Oh yes, I'm a, sorry. His biggest song is a song called uh, "Lucid Dreams." Uh, have you heard of it? No. It goes. Uh, something like that, right? Uh-huh. And uh, but there's a part, the verse of the song goes, I don't, 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 Go to the uh, the chorus. My grave, I know no, the, the verse. Start from the top. Oh, sorry. After that, that's the chorus. Not this part, this is like the post chorus and it goes into one there. Where did the French horns come in? Uh, they don't, that's why I don't like this song. You know? Right, I think it's right here. You left me falling and landing inside my grave. I know that you want me dead. Alright, pause that. Now I want you to play um uh let's see what song they they said it sounds like. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, it's called uh, Holly. It, look up Yellow Card and then Hollywood died. But Hollywood is two separate words. Accidents out on the highway to somewhere they tell us about when we're young. Rescuers working to clean oh, the melody? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the same. It's pretty much the same melody. No, right? I'm thinking of the guitar line is. It's it's a. It is something else because oh, there is I know a, what there, it is. I know what it is. It is a sample, actually. It, what is the sample of? Uh, let me see. It says in this, uh, I this know article exactly that I'm reading. what it is. Ready? Um. Oh come on! Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Shape of My Heart? No. 1993? This is what I'm thinking of. What is that? 
What is that? Wait for it. No, just tell me what it is. I don't know what this is. Fake dog, no That's a Nas song. Yeah. The message. That's the same guitar line. It's probably the same sample. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look up, uh, it's a sting song. It's called Shape of My Heart. Google. Shape of My Heart? Shape of My Heart. Not the NSYNC song. Now let me show you the shape. It's the same sample. Yep. Look at that. So, Juice World. <laughs> On this episode of the Weekly Regular. So, the guys who produced uh, the song for Juice World sampled that song. And uh, they had to clear the sample uh, from Sting, who, guess how much uh, a percentage Sting gets of the publishing? 50? 85%. <laughs> <laughs> so, he already gets 85%. And the reason that that is the case is because they didn't clear it with him before they released the song. Yeah. They released it. He threatened to sue. They were like, ah, we'll give you 85%. He was like, okay. <laughs> Because it's a huge song. Like, that song is everywhere, yeah. right? Um, so now, uh, Yellow Card is trying to get in on that action. They're like, they're like, yeah, now you're talking our language, Sting. <laughs> so they're like, uh, <laughs> they're like, um, yeah, that's that's our melody, we think. And uh, we're, we're going to sue you for it. And so they're suing for $15 million in damages. Wow. Um, among other things. I don't know what I the think other- the term damages... It's funny. Yeah. Like, as if this song has personally destroyed their homes. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. We need to get someone out here to appraise the damage. It's, it's like a hurricane has just ripped through the yellow card mansion. <laughs> like they all live in the same mansion somewhere. Um, on Ocean Avenue, dude. Yeah, man, come on. Um, so, yeah, and I think what's interesting about these cases is because uh, Katy Perry just went through one of these yeah. with the song E.T. Um a couple of other people have gone through these uh, types of cases. And this copyright with produ- with sampled music or, like, reinterpolated music, stuff like this, the, the thing that makes it interesting to me is, like, the, the prosecution has to prove that Juice World's producers, like, or the people who wrote the songs, like, would have had access, like, or reasonable access to the original material. Right. So, basically, they have to prove that Juice World and his crew listen to Yellow Card, which I think is very funny. <laughs> there is definitely an SNL sketch in there somewhere. <laughs> where, like, the Absolutely. the rapper has to, or, like, the prosecution has to prove that this rapper listens to Yellow Card. I think that's very funny. He's, like, at home, and he's like, uh, hey, Alexa, uh... <laughs> Play that song that goes jun 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 jun. Alexa's like, like playing Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. Um, uh, the uh, the inverse of that sketch is like, uh, like a a lawyer trying to prove that uh, a rapper like sampled the song, and the rapper's like, no man, I didn't sample that song. But then you like you play his music, it's like this hard trap song, and his lyrics are like. <clears throat> like all the small things <laughs> and it's like clearly <laughs> that's also a sketch it's like no nah, man that came from my soul man you know all the small things <laughs> um uh speaking of copyright uh lawsuits uh-huh this isn't quite a lawsuit but this person um on twitter at mina lioness mina lioness um, I don't know who this person is, but um, she has been trying for uh, at least a couple years. Mila Kunis is who you're thinking of. <laughs> Hakuna Matata is what you're thinking of. Um, she's been trying for a couple years to uh, sue Lizzo. 
Haku Mashente is what you're thinking of. What is that? That's the line that The Rock says in the, the opening battle sequence from the Scorp- uh, from the uh, from the Mummy Two, The Mummy Returns, <laughs> as the Scorpion King. He gets up on a rock. It's his like only line in the movie, and he he's leading the battle of Anubises in the desert, and he goes Haku Mashente, and he like and they all attack. Go back and watch it. It's real. <laughs> like, I don't. You, I don't you, doubt you. you. Put it up on. You put it up on YouTube. <laughs> right, okay. You got it. Yeah. Let's right. see if I'm let's, right. Let's test <laughs> the uh, human encyclopedia of movies. Here's the clip. That movie's crazy, by the way. Haku <laughs> Yeah, man. That's his one line in the whole movie. <laughs> Haku Mashente. Oh, man. Shout out um, to The Rock if he's painting it. We got to make a clip out of that and put it on Instagram so I can tag The Rock and hopefully he'll respond. Because we're giant yeah. Rock fans. I'm a giant Rock fan. That's the only reason why I know that that's his one line in... I don't uh, know if I would call, call Yellow Card Rock. What do you mean? Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. You've ruined my Dwayne Johnson clip. Art, art clip. It's not pure anymore. You want to no, run it again? You it with your bad friggin' your, <laughs> your hacky dad joke. All right. You want to record uh, it again? Dwayne Johnson, Mr. Rock, if DJ, if I will. Uh, Who do you if, think if you, you will. are? <laughs> Colin the Rock. Listen DJ. here, Jabroni. <laughs> The Rock, if you're listening to me, uh, be, I think off of the merit of me knowing your one line from the Scorpion King, or excuse me, from the Mummy uh, Returns, without having to look it up prior to that, uh, I think that proves to you how big of a fan I am. And uh, uh, in case you missed it, I did a really good impression of you uh, an episode back, or t- two episodes back. Are you going to make him do the homework, or are you going to just do the impression right now? Uh, uh, listen here, listen, <clears throat> listen here, Jabroni, uh, uh, Rock. Rock, if you're hearing this, uh, you got to take a break from filming uh, Jungle Cruise. Is it Jungle Cruise that was called? You sound like, what's his name at the beginning of um, Soren Over California? <laughs> Patrick Warburton. That's a, di- that's a different voice, Brandon. All right. What's up, f- uh, pilots? <laughs> Step in here, okay? Put your fast in your seatbelts. No, The Rock is more like this, okay, Jabroni? Listen, The Rock says this, all right? Dwayne, you're DJ, Rock. DJ. You're listening to this. You're in your Under Armour, and you're uh, you've got you're you're clanging and banging in the gym <laughs> in the Iron Paradise. All right, you're clanging and banging. You're sweating. There's sweat. There's tequila. There's mana. You're you're throwing those weight around. You're throwing that weight around like a some bitch. All right. Can you do a conversation of The Rock talking to? Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> All right. It's basically Dwayne Johnson is uh he's like this guy's he's uh he's you know, he's he's intense, he's in the he's in the gym clanging and banging, you know, the mana, you know, my my my, my daughter, uh tequila, you know, <laughs> uh under armor partnerships, you know, he's he's real he's real right here with it, you know. He's right here, guys. Uh you're not he, smiling enough. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> There, there it is. Uh, I just love the fans, the people. You know, uh, The Rock is essentially that, but like half an octave higher, and just like kind of shouting. All right, listen, Jabroni. The Rock says this. All right, 
jeez. My is that ears. Too, was that too loud? That was loud, yeah. Keep going. All right, no. listen, Jabroni. The Rock says this. You think you're going to come down <laughs> to the weekly regular podcast and you're just going to you're just going to slander The Rock? You're just going to call The Rock DJ? Yeah, you think you're going to do that? Well, listen, The Rock's got a size 15 boot. He's going to come down to Pasadena all the way. He's going to take the 101 from his huge house. He's going to take the 134. He's going to get off on Lake Avenue. He's going to drive are down. Are you giving actual directions to where we are right now? That's I don't right, think Jabroni. that's a good idea. Do, wait. Sorry, I didn't hear you, Jabroni. Do you think it's a good idea for The Rock to give out directions to Hassan's house? I don't. It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock's gonna come down there with you and Brandon. He's gonna take off his size 15 boot or his size 15 Under Armour shoe. He's gonna shine it up real nice. Does The Rock only speak in third person? The Rock only. He's The Rock is a global icon and a national treasure. The Rock is the people's champion. He is the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. So is that a yes? That's a yes, Jabroni. <laughs> He's going to come down there. He's going to take his size 15 Under Armour shoe. He's going to shine it up real nice. He's going to turn that some bitch sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you're back. Okay, Sorry, I thought you were going to keep yelling at me. Oh, he's coming back. He's coming back. Oh, shit. <laughs> the Rock is cooking. I would love... Uh, Nine-year-old me is having a field day right now. <laughs> I would love... We should do a, a, a podcast episode. We are going to have to do some kind of magic trick to make sure that audio is not completely unusable. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I, you know... And we'll edit out the parts where I started to slip. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, nine-year-old me is having a field day right I now. Hear My neighbors are bummed. Uh, yes, because it is eleven o'clock, and <laughs> they're like, "And the Rock is here. He's got a size fifteen boot." <laughs> yeah, um, I want to hear, and we don't have to do this right now. No, let's not. My my throat's starting to hurt. I want to hear a conversation between uh, an angry Dwayne the Rock Johnson, excuse me, an angry The Rock, okay, versus uh, a a oh my god, you're such an idiot for thinking that Neil deGrasse Tyson. Because <laughs> uh, it's like, it's like threatening and, yeah. uh, and like over the top aggression wow. versus like, you, you, you just, your whole premise is, <laughs> well, I think that can be arranged. What is, what is Neil deGrasse Tyson's response to uh, uh, the Rock's threats to shine up his size 15 boot? And stick it up uh, your candy ass, Neil. Well, <laughs> you need some water? Um, well, we know that The Rock has a size 15 boot. We know that. But the physics, it's just all wrong. It's all wrong. The physics are all wrong. The sky, we know what the sky looked like. We, we've seen the sky. We know the sky. We know that there are no size 15 boots in the sky, so we know the physics are all wrong. It's all wrong. It just won't work. You know who is loving uh, the back and forth between Dwayne the Rock and... Uh, My neighbors? Uh, <laughs> we more know specifically, the neighbors. More specifically, Will Smith. 
<laughs> yo, 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 me and me and Jaden, we, you know, it ain't thing, <laughs> you know, you know, hey, hey, no, but look, look, uh, look, uh, hey, 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 uh, Uncle Phil, <laughs> hey, look, nah, seriously though, Rock, you know, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, it ain't thing, you know. <laughs> Hey, I just love those cats. You know, I love those guys. You know, two guys I look up to, you know. But anyway, yeah, go check out uh go check out Bad Boys for Life in theaters and everything. Are you promoing a movie right now? Oh no, man. Well, Me and Jaden about to go skydiving with a monkey. But yeah, so I'm gonna get out of here. But yeah, yeah, y'all stay real, y'all. Hey, yo. Will, a uh, quick question. I heard the Gemini man is not yo, doing super well. Y'all, I didn't come here to talk about that, fam. It's, like, it's you on- know, it's on track to lose $75 million. But that's all right, because, you know, Ang Lee, you know, he hit me with the, we shooting this at 120 frames a second, you know what I mean? You know, so we just, you know, we just going to make it do what it do, you know, and anything, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've actually heard a lot of negative reviews about the higher frame rate, and then it's uh, just bothering my a man, lot of people. Like, we going to have to step outside. You keep talking about my, my movie, you know? You know? Yeah, y'all. So, uh... All right, me and Jaden gonna uh, we gonna we gonna jetpack out of here. All right, you stay good, man. Will Smith, man, he's a, he's a crazy guy. Him and Jaden just jetpacks. Oh man, they got a pet monkey jet- with him, jetpacking around. <laughs> the first person who will have a jetpack is Will Smith. Absolutely, for sure. yeah. Yo, as soon as they get like cleared for like safe flying, because there's no way like an untested anyone is gonna let. Uh, an untested jetpack go on to Will Smith. I'm working on a Kanye impression. You want to hear it? Oh. I'm working on a Sunday service Kanye impression. <laughs> so it's just... Here's, it's super specific. Here, here's my starting point. Belongs to God. <laughs> you, did, you did the, the, the head. Stevie, the Stevie Wonder head shake. <laughs> Power belongs to God. You know? <laughs> you need to be a little bit pitchier. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm singing too good. <laughs> Power belongs to God. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Um, backtracking like 15 minutes. It's all about Jesus, bro. <laughs> bro, it's... <laughs> bro. The, Listen the to the kids, bro. Listen to the kids, bro. <laughs> it's all about Jesus, bro. Money can't do it, bro. It's not about Hermes jeans. <laughs> How in Calabas? It it's about Jesus, bro. Um, Kanye, can I ask you? Um, I I'm really excited about the new album coming out October 25th. Uh, do you think it'll actually yeah, be released yeah. on October 25th? Yeah. Uh the album, the uh, the album is coming. What? What? We- <laughs> <laughs> Kanye, nah, nah so, fam. What? Uh, what? I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I was just asking, do you think, because the, the album has been pushed back um, a couple of times now. Well, Kim, uh, Kim, had, Kim has said that we was going to put it out like last week, but nah, the album's not coming out Friday, nah. <laughs> uh, any word on when it will come out? Nah, time is, time, I'm not worried about time right now. Time is cyclical. Okay. Okay. You gotta listen to the kids, bro. Listen to the kids. It's all about Jesus, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> all right, Kanye, you take care. All right. Uh, what's next? Um, backtracking like fifteen, maybe twenty minutes at this point. It's all right. Um, 
Going back to uh, uh, people getting sued for songs. Oh, yeah. So This person, uh, Mina Lioness. Don't say Mina Kunis. That's what derailed us. <laughs> Mina Lioness um, uh, has no. now successfully gotten writing credit for uh, Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Because in 20... Uh, February 24th of 2017, she tweeted, I did a DNA test and found out that I'm 100% that bitch. Wow. And what year? Uh, 2017. Um, February. Uh, is she, does she have a blue check by her name? No. Is she, oh, wow. Yeah. Who um, is she? Is she a songwriter? No, she's, she's like a person from the UK. Um, I think she's just like a personality. Um, her her bio says that she's the like self-proclaimed queen of UK black Twitter. <laughs> it's very specific. Um, I guess there's a couple other people like trying she's to a get very credit. Humble person is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, uh, I think she's trying to get or other people are trying to get credit for the song too. But like just today, Lizzo announced that like she's getting writing credit for it. Wow. Which is crazy because it's crazy because it's just that one line. Who initiated the? Uh, she did. I mean the the Mina Kunis the, the, did. The queen of UK black Twitter. Yes, she initiated the yes, whole procedure. Because what the song say? came out. She had so I went through and she's got a bunch of tweets that are like, oh, uh, let's read them. All right, uh, here and we I'll go. do them in a and I'll do them in a, a, a black UK accent if you'd like. Ooh, I would like that. We'll I'll keep, try my best. We'll I've never tried the, it. Uh, the impressions rolling. Okay, I've got the tweets pulled up. Um, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, can you just play Fix Up Look Sharp by Dizzy Rascal? I need to channel my black UK. Oh! All right, all right, all right. All right, bruv. <laughs> bruv. <laughs> now listen. What I cannot get over is how brazen Lizzo and her team have been ignoring my whole presence. They're doing it because they know I have no capital to address her. I'm just a poor black girl from London that don't have a dog in the fight. If she thought I had the autonomy to truly challenge her and assert my rights, she would have been giving me my writer's credit. She could have rode this tweet till the wheels fell off. I would have supported through and through as long as I was credited through and through. <laughs> All these, all these black women in the industry that have ripped off and stolen from, and Lizzo sat back and let her co-writer steal from me? How dare her? I'm the queen of black UK Twitter. How dare she rip me off? Like I'm just yesterday's beans and mash. All right, bruv? Are right, you gonna head out? I'm gonna head out, but not before I grab a pint. And cheers to Lizzo, the rhyme stealing, wheeling dealing. Think she's cool, but she's not. Miss Lizzo, all right? All right, bruv, you take care. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, Man, the queen of black twit, UK great. Twitter. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Not the queen. This is her description. Until someone beats my ass, maybe The Rock, uh-oh, I'm the home secretary of Black Twitter UK. <laughs> my talents will never be up for debate, bitch. Oh, that's interesting. What's her handle on Twitter? 
Um, and it doesn't matter what our <laughs> handle is. Oh, Rock, you can't just barge in here like that. Oh, Jesus. I, I truly was not expecting that. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. Oh, man. All right. What else we got? Um, this week. Uh, well, do you want a cool thing or a, a goofy thing? Uh. Uh, goof, uh, cool thing? Let's do cool thing. Cool thing. Uh, the first all-female spacewalk. Nice. I saw that. One of the women wore a Star Trek uniform. Did you see uh, yeah, that? That yeah. was tight. Yeah. That was tight. Um, it was a red shirt, I though. I kind of wish a- that one of the women would have worn a Princess Leia from The Last Jedi outfit, and then when she was flying back the, to the, the ship... Is that the slave girl Leia outfit? No. Oh. From, specifically from The Last Jedi. Not, not the... Oh, um, the one... Not Return of the Jedi. I mean, when she's outside of the ship and she flies back. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> The part that you I don't, hate? I don't think they would want to invoke uh, being blasted out of an airlock while they're in space. <laughs> I don't think that's what they're trying to invoke while yeah. they're up there. Yeah, I guess not. Did you want? Would you also have wanted to see somebody dress up in uh, Sandra Bullock's outfit from Gravity? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that was. Um, a sh- like a tattered spacesuit? <laughs> um, uh, one time I went on a, a flight... Uh, to the moon? To Hawaii. So basically the moon. And you know who was on my flight? Sandra Bullock? No. George Clooney? No. I mean, think, think why about, wouldn't it think, be think either about of those the, two? Think about the pattern that we've established. Uh, the Rock? <laughs> Will Smith? Lizzo? No. The the queen of Black UK Twitter? <laughs> yes. The home secretary of Black UK Twitter. You should tell me who was on your flight. Uh, Hurley. It does. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just, I don't think the microphones can take it anymore. Um, no, but who was on your flight? Hurley from Lost. Who? Did you ever watch Lost? No. Okay. Well, the guy who played Hurley for Lost. I'm not a white Lost. guy in my second year of college. I didn't watch. <laughs> I didn't. That's watch. exactly what I watched. <laughs> of course it is. Come on, man. Of course it is. You we you guys were all watching Lost and Heroes every week. What were you watching then? Chappelle Show. I watched Chappelle Show too. <laughs> but you yes. Uh, Lost in Heroes. Anyway, actually, I was watching Friday Night Lights too. Great oh, show. Okay. Um. Anyway, he was on my flight. And if you know anything about Lost... Wait, who's um, Harley? Hurley. Hurley? What he's, does he look like? super big dude. Oh, no. Okay. Um, very noticeable. And Oh, I know, I know he is. Yeah, he, like, he's got like, looks super like curly a, hair. Looks like a, like a computer hacker. I guess. Like, he looks be. like real life comic book guy from The Simpsons. Yeah. Yes, gotcha. yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, he was on our flight, but Lost, uh, they're on a flight from Sydney, Australia to L.A., uh-huh. um, over the Pacific Ocean, and the, the plane crashes. Uh-huh. So, anyway. Into some polar bears or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's yeah. like a, go- there's like a ghost bear. or something. Mm-hmm. You understand it uh, about as much as the average Lost watcher. As much as David, David Damon Lindelof did. <laughs> In fact, maybe a little bit more than Damon Lindelof did. Uh, speaking of Damon Lindelof, uh, he is. I think he's show running. Uh, the, Watchmen the Watchmen series on HBO, which I heard is very good. The the pilot aired on I don't know when, some point this last week, and apparently it's really, 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 really yeah. good. It opens with like, uh, like I guess there's a sequence of like, uh, like some some like racially based scene or something like that that like invokes 
Uh, I should, really should have looked this up. But basically, invokes the uh, queen of Black UK it Twitter. In, it invokes um, getting blasted out of an airlock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone in the movie is dressed in a tattered spacesuit. No, um, uh, uh, I watched that movie recently, by the way, like Gravity? last week. That movie's amazing. It is amazing. Uh, have you ever seen the behind the scenes about how they shot it and like yeah. lit everything? It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Lebesky, I think, is the the was the uh, cinematographer. Oh. And Alfonso Cuaron was the their director. director. Yeah, uh, yeah, they did some uh, some crazy stuff in that movie. Uh, but in any, uh, in any any event, uh, Watchmen is good. Watchmen is good, apparently. And um, except uh, the, for when the polar bear shows up, it's yeah, also it's confusing. Um, but no, the reason I brought up Damon Lindelof is because I guess he um, does some really poignant things with race in the first episode that uh, are very like, I guess. Um, uh, Sometimes things that deal with race can be very tone deaf, and apparently his invocation of race in the Watchmen series is not tone deaf at all. You mean like he- it's actually most deaf? Uh, <laughs> just, just kidding. Um, but it's actually very. No, you're thinking um, of Deaf Jam. No, you're thinking of Deaf Leopard. Is what you're thinking of. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> uh. Getting close to an edit. Uh, We're getting uh, close. Uh, no, you're thinking of three blind mice. What is from Def Leppard? Why is that three mice? Mo- Def Leppard, oh. three blind mice. Come on, man. Three <laughs> blind mice. <laughs> um, uh, three blind mice. Uh, the blind boys of Alabama is what you're thinking of. Mm. Um, it's crazy oh, that oh. there's a band of all blind guys <laughs> like that. Is nuts, and they started in like the forties. You yeah. know, oh, that's crazy. When um, like being blind was even harder, if you can imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> that was just like, well, you're done. Well, cross the street whenever, I guess. You know what I mean? Like now, there's like light poles that talk to you. Like if you were blind in the forties, like that's just it. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um. Okay. A uh, fun thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A bit of news. Um, Pizza Hut is testing. Wait, I'm pulling it up. Oh, Pizza Hut is my favorite fast food pizza, so I'm very excited. Pizza Hut is testing plant based incognito sausage toppings. <laughs> incognito. And also round boxes. Round boxes? Oh. I don't know which is more offensive to the institution of pizza incognito sausage toppings. Or um, round pizza box. Uh, round pizza box makes sense because there's no room for the pizza to slide around, which is great. <laughs> but it looks ridiculous. It does look ridiculous. Um, but and the the veggie sausage, I'm okay with that. The name's terrible, but yes, it is. Um, if only it were impossible sausage. Impossible sausage is good. Impossage. Impossage. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's that. Coming to a Pizza Hut near you, maybe. They're testing it. Okay, I'd be down for a round box. I don't know, that feels weird. That feels like we're living... It's better than whatever that bastard creation is that uh, Domino's does. Which is what? <laughs> it's like a square box, but like the, oh, the, the corners, corners are, are rounded. Yeah, like, what weird. is that? <laughs> um, the, it's like, uh, be square or be nothing. This Pizza Hut box... Looks like uh, like we're living in Back to the Future 2. 
<laughs> or um or Demolition Man. Have you seen that movie? No. Oh, you should watch Demolition Man. It's a movie about uh, uh Sylvester Stallone is like a he's like a cop who doesn't play by the rules in oh, like yeah. an alternate reality LA where like there's like riots. <laughs> is that a church? <laughs> alternate reality LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's where all the people who go to Reality LA that have tattoos and piercings go to church. They have like a campus for people with tattoos no, called Alternative Reality LA. Um, no, there's a they yeah they do like Christian emo music uh, for never mind. Um, no, uh, like the, uh, what's his name? Sylvester Stallone is like a renegade cop who doesn't play by the rules in like alternate um, Reality LA. Uh, at the church uh and he like is, the he's the framed church. for killing it's like 1996 right and he's framed for killing like an, a, a building full of innocent people because he's oh. called the demolition man because like yeah he gets the perpetrator but he always causes a lot of collateral damage and so they the way they do prison in this movie is they cryogenically freeze people so they cryogenically froze that him. makes sense <laughs> yeah that's yeah so they cryogenically freeze him until like the year 2030 or something like that and this is now alternate future la after a big war and so there was like a giant war and like a lot of the population was killed and oh, so terminator universe yeah but they've rebuilt since then and now it's like a utopia but it's like a neutered utopia where like everyone's like be well and no one curses or like eats stuff that's bad for you and he's this guy who's like from the 90s he's like i want a cheeseburger and they're like we don't have cheeseburgers we have we have incognito yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and they uh they accidentally unthaw like a super criminal from of his course. era yeah. who also is like what is this nonsense? I want a cheeseburger. And he's played by, wait for it, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> and he is giving the performance of a lifetime. He's essentially playing the Joker. And uh, it's great. Man, I got to see that. Rob Schneider's in it. It's, it's, it's really good, man. Wow. Oh, and Sandra Bullock is in it. A very young Sandra Bullock. Oh. Not very young. She's probably like in her mid-20s. Uh, hmm. Benjamin Bratt's in it. They end up Benjamin marrying in real in life. Yeah, Benjamin Button is who I'm thinking of. He was um, he was older in it back then. <laughs> a, yeah, young, Brad, a young yeah. Sandra Bullock and an old Benjamin Button were in that movie. Brad Pitt's in it. He's sixty-five. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, but yeah, it's a good movie. You should watch it. I want to. It now. does not hold up. <laughs> I'm but <it> sure. <laughs> But it is uh, it's, it's very entertaining. <laughs> it does not hold up at all. But it's yeah, very fun. because we're living in the alternate reality universe or future LA. Yeah. Alternate reality LA. Alternate reality LA. That's where I go to church every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. No oh, one actually. Will get I don't this have joke. tattoos. You you. you yeah, go I go to alternate reality. <laughs> no one's gonna get this bit. Like no I one's know. gonna understand that joke. Maybe maybe, maybe like one person. person. Maybe like. I don't know, Joseph Dave, Hans is gonna get it. <laughs> does, oh, excuse me. Does Dave B. Drummer go to church? Um, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Ryan Shaw will get it. Yeah, he will. But he doesn't listen to this podcast, so. <laughs> he used to. But in the episode where we're shit talking him, he was like, "You know what? I'm out." He's like, "You know what, man? Like, he doesn't say like. You know what, man? I just stopped listening. That's right. Yeah, I'm just been busy." Yeah, playing Do jazz. Dodgers lose. You guys talk mess about me on your podcast. He wouldn't say mess. You guys are talking crap about me on your podcast. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's me, good. Jessica. <laughs> I'm 
getting married, got a wedding coming up. Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> just all of his things. Just yeah, drums, man. Drums. Feather the kick pedal. <laughs> Websites. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I don't know what your older brother sounds like. Um, In my head he sounds like Gary Busey. He sounds like, just very, like, energetic. a little like Gary Busey. <laughs> which is to say, not at all. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, all right. man. Uh, you got any other news? That's all I got. Uh, that's all I got, too, man. Other than the fact that I'm um, so close to buying a car. How close are you? Um, I'm so close to buying a car that if I were... You just got to say the word. You just got to say Haku Mashente, and we're going to pull that car around. Just give us the word, man. <laughs> um, what car? What kind of car do you drive? I drive a Ford Escape Hybrid, sir. Oh. Yeah. Wouldn't expect a hybrid from you. Really? Yeah. You don't I, seem like a hybrid guy. I'm, I'm, you, go to re, you go to Reality LA, man. I go to Alternative, alternative reality, reality LA, LA. sir. <laughs> You just don't seem like a hybrid kind of no, guy. I like I, I love ge- good gas mileage and I love the planet. That's true, sir. Um, I'm not like you. I won't just drive anything. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I'm really close to getting an H2 Hummer. Can't wait for it. Um, it's actually been custom modded. You just uh, you just pour uh, <laughs> you pour live doves into it. That's what uh, powers it. It's pretty great. <laughs> and 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 children and children's tears. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Um, there's a lot of movies coming out this weekend. We should probably go see a movie. What movies? Uh, all right, let's run them down. Asan's upcoming movie corner. All right, this weekend, <laughs> uh, we got... Uh, well, by the time this airs, it's the past weekend. Well, yeah, so this past weekend, uh, the movie uh, Jojo Rabbit... Oh, yeah. Has um has come out. Casey and Jojo Rabbit. That's what you're thinking of. No, Jojo, uh, the singer who sings "Leave, Get Out." Potato is Jojos is what you're thinking. What of. is that? You don't know Potato Jojos? Are? No. Mojo Jojo <laughs> from Powerpuff Girls is what you're thinking of. Uh, Amy Jo Johnson is who you're thinking. The Pink of. Ranger. <laughs> yes, I'm so glad you got it. Uh, I, for some reason, this always sticks out in my head. She was in like a Lifetime movie about uh, bulimia. Oh, like she like around she was, the Power Ranger time. Yes, this was that's why it stuck out in my head. So she was like a high school gymnast, and like her best friend was also a gymnast, and like she like tries to persuade her best friend to be bulimic. And I remember there's a scene where like they're like sitting in like a mall courtyard, and she's like she's like I have a. a uh, she like comes and sits down. She has like a big fat like chocolate eclair on her plate, and her friend who doesn't know she's bulimic is like, "How do you keep all the weight off?" And she like scarfs down this uh, chocolate eclair, and she's like, "I have a trick I need to show you." And they go to the bathroom, and then like you hear I love that it's a chocolate eclair too. <laughs> right. No one eats those. <laughs> and you, where do you Unless... buy a chocolate eclair at the mall? <laughs> Obviously, the person who wrote this movie is a sixty-year-old woman who's never been to the mall. Right. <laughs> so it's an Annie Ann's pretzel. <laughs> Or a slice I just of picture Sabaro Betty. Pizza. I just picture Betty White writing the movie, like, <laughs> and then the two go to the mall, and, and one of them is gonna splurge, so she buys a chocolate eclair. Your Betty White impression is not as good as your other impressions. Uh, which is you. my best impression? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <clears throat> I I haven't listened to enough Betty White. Um, but yeah, then she goes in the bathroom and she's like, they don't show it because it's the 90s and it's, uh, okay. what you call it, a Lifetime. But like, you just, uh, you hear the toilet flush and she comes out of the stall, like wiping her mouth, like with toilet paper. Right. And she's like, 
oh my god you do that she's like no it's totally fine you just gotta make sure you brush your teeth and like it's crazy bro Yikes. it's like a it's like a you know it's a lifetime after school right. special movie about don't be bulimic um okay so other than amy joe johnson lifetime movies what movies so that movie's coming out, out. <laughs> um that movie is called uh, uh that movie is called uh, um puke it like beckham no i don't know what that movie's called uh but uh, no so jojo rabbit is coming out the uh the movie about the the boy growing up in the world war ii by taika watiti where he plays imaginary hitler um a movie called western stars i've never heard of that western um, stars yeah i don't know uh, you're thinking of West World. West Wing is what you're thinking of. Um, wings is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, good buff- luck. Buffalo Wild Wings is what you're thinking of. Um, wild Wild West is what you're thinking of. No, the movie Desperado is what you're thinking of. Um, no, the movie Demolition Man is what you're thinking of. <laughs> Continue. No, The Running Man is what you're thinking of. Uh, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil comes yeah, out. No thanks. <laughs> Um, oh, the movie The Lighthouse comes out. It's a movie starring Willem Dafoe and uh, the guy uh, Batman, uh, Robert Pattinson. Which one? Uh, say, which one? <laughs> uh, I don't know what it's about, but it, it's in black and white. They're both like old timey like lighthouse attendants, and it looks great because anything with Robert Pattinson and it's like indie, I'll go see. And also, Jonah Hill was almost in that in the lighthouse, but he wanted ten million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zombieland Double Tap, the sequel um, to Zombieland. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, love. I loved the first Zombieland. Uh, this one doesn't look as good, but you know they can't all be winners. Uh, the new Adams Family is coming oh. out. Um, that is coming out. Um, and there's some Downton Abbey movie or something. Oh yeah. Did, did Faith force you to go watch that? <laughs> no, I haven't seen any Downton Abbey. She's a, a fan, but I of think it's weird to make a show and then make a movie like the Simpsons movie. Yeah, I think that's weird. Oh, like the South Park movie? Yeah. Why is that weird? Because you're like used to one format, and then they're like, here's a movie. Well, I agree you should only do it if if you, for some reason, you. Seth MacFarlane has a really good quote about this. I got it from Ryan. Kidding. Um, <laughs> Seth MacFarlane, when they asked him, like, hey, will you ever do a Family Guy movie? He's like, well, he's like, I think the only reason you should adapt a TV or anything, adapt anything for a movie is if the movie format will allow you to do something that you can't do in whatever other format right. it is. And, yeah, with Downton Abbey, it's like, what? Do, how does a movie allow you to wear costumes and walk down hallways any better than what you normally do you know and mo- and really just mostly spit dialogue yeah, at and each make other. jokes that aren't funny but they're implied that they're funny because the characters react to them like they're funny <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know i don't understand the they era. go they go and then and then she put and then she put jam on her toast point and then go, oh oh margaret it's like i guess that was a joke <laughs> like all right i mean they laughed um but anyway um that's my that's my hacky stand up takedown of Downton Abbey. <laughs> What's the deal with Downton Abbey? All right, um, you guys seen this show, this show Downton Abbey? I can't tell where the jokes are. I mean, a character will say something in the British accent like this, and the other character will go, oh, "Oh, Margaret," and then I mean, I guess they laughed. You think that would you open with that? Is that strong? I mean, what's up with Downton Abbey? They should honestly, they should call it Upton Abbey because it's up its own ass, if you ask me. <laughs> Um, is that is that funny? I was uh, basically we're we're turning into Bill Burr as we continue that bit. Well, I was gonna say um, you could also with the 
the I was gonna say thing. you could reverse with with the reverse um a, a, a good joke format uh the reverse of downton abbey and upton abbey is that's if you do in the seinfeld boys the downton abbey what's what's with downton abbey no, no upton abbey hey, all the, he wouldn't say up your ass kate upton is what you're thinking <laughs> um okay uh, also, another movie, and I wanted this is like a little anecdote about this movie. There's a movie coming out this week called Countdown. It's a horror horror movie. The final countdown. Yes, the band Europe is in, <laughs> is in a movie. Is it Europe? Yep. Yeah. Hey, hey, give me. If, yeah, if you, you better know that if you got the friggin' rock. What was it? The rock. What's the? Eric does it? No. The <laughs> <laughs> well, the from the Scorpion Finally. King. Finally. Oh, Haku Mashente. <laughs> like what is that now you're talking my language rocky um i don't know what language that is it's is it Scorpion a language king language it's right. probably not a real language um the movie's called countdown it's a horror movie about uh there's like an app a mysterious app oh no a horror uh, movie about an app it looks really good though uh uh in sp- despite what i'm about to describe so to like you, a horror, it looks good there's a horror version of her <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, it's like he's like oh a woman a woman that loves me uh, that, that, that's on my phone and it's designed to love me great this is a this is a, uh, a romance movie and then like they get in their first argument he's like oh no I have to think about its emotions too like a real woman this is a horror movie um, uh, that needs to go in your that's your that, opening that's my, that's my, that's my second bit after I after <laughs> After the uh, the takedown of Downton Abbey, a segue right into uh, the uh, how yeah her being a nightmare because do you own a leather women right? Do you own a leather jacket? You're no, gonna, you're gonna need one for this set. <laughs> I need an Anthony Jeselnik jacket. Exactly. I need a jacket pa- that says this guy hates women. Exactly. <laughs> you got to pace around the stage. Yeah. <laughs> Like I gotta wear, I gotta wear, I gotta wear Converse. Like I gotta wear Chucks, but they gotta be brand new, so you know I never dress like this when I'm not on stage. <laughs> like you gotta dress like you clearly have a bad stylist. You know what I mean? Uh, just whatever, uh, just leather jacket, jeans, and uh, let's do Chucks. <laughs> I don't own any Chucks. Ah, uh, it's fine. We'll get you a pair. No, the wardrobe already took care of that. They're in your room. All right. Um. Yeah. Uh, any other any other movies? No, I was describing Countdown. Oh, Jabroni. Oh no. So Countdown. <laughs> so it's about a mysterious app that tells you when you're gonna die. Uh, hence the name Countdown. And uh, but what they start to realize is because some people's countdown is like much sooner than other people's. What they realize is like when it when if you use the app when your time is up, it's not just like an accidental death or like natural causes or something like that. It's like the devil comes to get you and like and stuff you're telling me the devil is this your stand-up bit yeah (laughs) all right guys you're telling me you're telling me that the devil right (laughs) the angel of darkness he's using what what an iphone app you went from jersey to boston in two (laughs) lines (laughs) you're telling me he uses an iphone app what is it on android too what is he gonna pay for my Roman charges? <laughs> now he's Italian. <laughs> hey, 
hey, yo, Alexander Graham Bell, you gonna pay my uh, Roman charges when you, you when you uh, come looking for me at the end of the countdown or uh, whatnot? Hey, yo, uh, hey, uh, Nikola Tesla, you gonna, uh... You're telling me I can't even find an app that can find me a date, but you can find me an app where the devil can kill me? Hey, yo, hey, uh, hey, uh, what's the, what's the guy, the other phone guy? Uh, I already said Alexander the Graham Bell. Guy? No, Alexander Graham Bell. I said Nikola Tesla. Who's the other one? There's another one. Nikola Tesla is not a Who's the electricity guy? guy? That's not Nikola Tesla? Edison. Hey, oh, uh, Thomas Edison, you going to, uh, while you're, while you're messing with my phone, can you uh, give me some swipes on Tinder? Ah, <laughs> there it is. There's the joke. There it is. <laughs> hey, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, while you're messing with my apps, can you... Uh, can you give me some likes on uh, on Instagram? Huh? I heard you can get paid doing that now, which is crazy. All right. Now he's Trump, which is crazy. All right. All right. It's crazy. He's like, all right, listen. Uh, uh, he doesn't know. He doesn't have any references. <laughs> <laughs> listen up. His, his version of, hey, hey, yo, Alexander Graham Bell is like, hey, listen up, phone guy. All right. <laughs> Wait, so this is Trump's stand-up bit? Yeah. So he's so doing is... the same. He's doing the Italian guy's jokes, but he doesn't have any references because he has no ideas of his own. So he's like, hey, uh, hey, phone guy, uh, while you're, while you're uh, trying to kill me through my phone, can you, can you find out what happened to Hillary's emails? Like the joke is not even really like on game. Like he does, like, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't understand the, like, the, the punchline. Like it's, it has to be phones. Like not email does not. You know what I mean? Like it, that's a sketch. Like just Trump decides to do stand up, and like Trump's writer is like trying to is like frustrated trying to explain to him like the All structure of jokes, <laughs> and he's like, but Trump can't understand why the jokes. Are, he's like, why 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 can't I say Hillary in the emails? Why can't I say that? He's like, they love it when I say that. He's like, look, Donnie, there's a there's a there's a structure to jokes where the punchline is set up by the setup. You can't, you, they have to, there's like a, a poetry. Poetry is for gays, all right? <laughs> poetry is for gays and immigrants. Yes, all right? I don't want any of that. We, I don't do poetry. That's why we are building the wall. <laughs> well, I, I don't want poetry. I want jokes, all right? I want to talk about the emails, Obama, the Bushes. No Melania jokes. But anyway. Hmm. Where did we leave off? Oh, yeah, Countdown. Let me finish talking about this movie. No, man. This is so, way more fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Countdown. No, so Countdown. Yeah, so it's like the, the devil comes to get you when you die or whatever. But the reason why this movie is... Uh, I have an anecdote about this movie is because it stars uh, uh, someone I know. Can I guess? Sure. Is it a celebrity? Uh, I mean, is he, it DJ? He, who? DJ? DJ. Okay, I guess you guys aren't that close of friends. Oh, you mean The Rock? No, it's not The Rock. Uh, you're, you're not going to guess. But uh, it stars someone I went to college with and someone who I made a student film with. I would have never guessed that. Yeah. His name is Jordan Calloway. He's an actor. <laughs> His name is Jordan Peele. His he's name a, is Jordan Peele, uh, he's an director, actor, director of Get Out and Us. Um, one half of the comedy duo Key and Peele. No, it's, uh, his name is Jordan Calloway. Uh, he's an actor, a very talented actor. He's Did you guys the... keep in contact after college? Not really. Uh, Do you regret that now? 
No. Because I got a story about that. <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, I, I think it's cool what he's doing. He's on the show Black Lightning, the superhero show. I don't know if he's is still on the it. CW or it something. It is on the CW. Okay, that's why I haven't heard. No, it's it. a good show. You should watch it. Uh, 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 yeah, but uh, he, this is like, uh, this is yeah, this is like a starring role for him in like a big feature film that's getting a wide release. So I, I it's really cool. I like made my like st- my capstone like sort of senior student film uh, with him. So like this is cool. It's cool to see him doing his thing. Sweet. Um, too bad you didn't keep in contact. You could be famous right now, too. I am famous. Excuse me, more famous. That's true. That is true. I'd um, probably be more famous. When I was in elementary and middle school, uh huh. I went to... Um, Did you go to one of those weird combined elementary and middle schools? No. Okay, They're good. They're separate. Um, That's basically being homeschooled. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, when I was in uh, elementary and middle school... Um, I was in uh, involved in music and I played piano, mm-hmm. and I was like one of the few, like, piano players in the school, mm-hmm. or like who like did music a bunch, um, and my whole family did. And the other family um, at the school was the Henleys, um, and specifically uh, the heirs of the uh, Henley uh, shirt fortune, Henley, yes. Henley shirt fortune. That's what I thought. Um, and uh, so there was a brother and sister. The sister was Tess. And we kind of knew each other. We weren't like uh, close friends or anything, but we they were like the other musical family at the school. And um, <laughs> then I moved away for Is high school. Is she going to end up being like Katy Perry or something? Well, so... Uh, <laughs> she now goes by Katy. They, and- they, uh, they stayed in Washington. I moved. Um, and then... Oh, I think I know where this is going. I don't know if you do. Okay. But keep going. Um, so what happened was then years later, and this is now just a couple years ago, um, a friend of mine was like, hey, uh, I'm playing on Jimmy Kimmel on Friday. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. Who are you playing with? And he's like, yeah, I'm playing with this girl, Tess Henley. Um, and another friend of mine was playing with her too. And I was like, what? Tess Henley? You got to be kidding me. That's crazy. That, she's playing on Jimmy Kimmel. That's amazing. And so I'm friends with her on Facebook. And so I looked her up. And I sent her a message. And I was like, hey, I heard you're playing on Jimmy Kimmel and you're playing with a couple of my friends. That's amazing. <laughs> she's like, who is this? <laughs> and so I was reaching out just to, just to sincerely be like, hey, congratulations. This is awesome. And also, these are my friends that I play with all the time. Also, I play the bass. So if you ever need a bass player. <laughs> well, no, no, I didn't do that. But here's the thing. I click send, right? And then it pops up the whole like Facebook window. <laughs> and then I scroll up. Uh-huh. Scroll up in the message like six years prior. She asked you to play a gig, she's and like, you were like, nah, man. She's <laughs> like, hey, Brandon, um, I just moved to L.A. I heard you live down here. Um, do you still play the bass? Like, it'd be great to, to get together and play sometime. And I just ignored it. So, don't do that. <clears throat> yeah, that sucks. It sucks to be you, man. Um, anyway, uh, you got anything else? No. All right, I'm gonna give a shout out to Brad, uh, Sans Tattoo Artist, mm. as well as uh, Trey and Christy, and their sons Knox and uh, Hart, and Brad's girlfriend Alex. Did you write this down? Nope. <laughs> I forget the other people in the shop. And uh, uh, Trey's wife Christy yeah, and I her best that. friend Caitlin. Oh, I didn't get you that. You didn't get that. No, you didn't. Um, 
Yeah, well, there you have it. <clears throat> um, I'd like to shout out... Um, I mean, that's really it, man. I don't know. I don't have any shout-outs this week. I don't have any shout-outs either. Um, shout-out to The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, um, where can people find you online? At Bisha, Bisha, Bisha. Uh, you? P- <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Did the honors for you. Um, <laughs> you can find me on social media at Asan the DJ, at A H S O H N the DJ. Also, or they can find Asan.com. you. They can also find you in person. You can also find me in person every Friday and Saturday nights from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. at Barney's Beanery in mm. Pasadena. So come check it out. Um, the stuff for this show is at Weekly Regular or WeeklyRegular.com. Uh, leave us a review. Send us a note. Uh, tell us if you want a T-shirt. Yes. All right. That's it. That is. Wrap it up. That is it. See you next week. See you next week.